Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. This is episode 71 of Elijah Fire. Uh, I'm, I'm your host, Jeff Tharp. As you can tell, my voice is still a little, little froggy, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, voice is a little shaky still, but praise God. Um, it was amazing. Uh, my, you know, my sister filled in for me, Jen, on Friday with Monday. Didn't she do amazing, everybody? Uh, she was amazing. And it was funny because she was nervous and she even said, I'm nervous. I don't, I, you know, I've never done anything like this, but I thought, and I saw people in the comments saying the same thing. They're like, she look really, I would have never guessed that you've never done this before. It's because she's a natural and she was born to do stuff like that. So um, I was just a, a proud brother. I was sitting in the background uh, watching the comments and, and writing her things too. So, um, but I also wanted to say thank you to everybody who prayed from Friday. I sounded pretty, pretty awful. I would, there's no way I was going to do this. Uh, and then my, uh, Saturday I woke up and it was just a, a night and day difference. Um, so I just want to thank you so much for everybody who prayed. I know it is because of those prayers. I woke up and I was like, Whoa, I can breathe. Whoa. My voice doesn't sound as bad. Uh, so yeah, so I'm on the mend. Uh, I'm getting back into fighting shape, so I'm excited. I've been stoked to get this guy back. I, I always love it when he's on here. He's a prophetic voice. Uh, he's a fiery speaker, preacher, amazing. He's also the pastor of Ramp Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. What a name, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Let's give it up for my host, my my guest today, Andrew Tao. Andrew. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Good. Apparently, my subconscious said that you're going to be hosting today. So. Come on, come on. I'll receive it. <laughs> So, uh, okay. So before the show, we were talking about, you'd actually just come back from Kansas. What happened in Kansas, Andrew? I'll tell you all over the world right now, there is a move of hunger. You know, I think there's something that happens when the world is chaotic and things are chaotic. It really makes people pursue the living God. And so we were in Kansas, uh, at a manifest It's called manifest conference there in Kansas city. And the Holy Spirit just began to break out. The pastor wrote me today saying they've extended the revival. They've gone another night and they're going to uh-huh. go till the, till the Holy Spirit says not to. So God uh-huh. is moving. Uh-huh. Uh, I know some of you, maybe you're looking at your news forecast or you're looking at the paper or, and you're saying, you know, this is so discouraging. This is so overwhelming. The good news is there's always good news because uh-huh. Jesus is alive and he is moving on the earth. Don't be discouraged. Mm-hmm. Don't be downcast because you're about to see the greatest move of God that you have ever experienced in your life. Get ready. Get your expectations up. Get your hopes up and begin to believe God for the impossible. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. You got a, you got a very now word, man, about uh, a sudden manifestation of his promises. So let's get into it. You know, the Lord spoke to me. I was actually getting ready for another television interview, mm-hmm. and uh, I was in my bathroom. I was getting ready for, for the the program and I text a church member and just checking on them because they've been out for several weeks and and uh, they sent a kind of a vague answer back. And so immediately my mind went to, well, they're pulling away. I know what that means as a pastor. And I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me and rebuked me. And uh, he said to me, Andrew, you're living. And he showed me a vision of a balloon and a balloon that was just void of air. And he said, you've been living deflated. 
You know, in the economy, we've been talking about inflation a whole lot, but the Holy Spirit began to speak to me about an inflation that's coming. See, the enemy is just trying to pervert what God is doing. And he showed me uh, my life as a balloon. And he said, the Holy Spirit is about to breathe a second wind. You're about to receive a second wind. And I want to talk mm -hmm. to your listeners yeah. today. Some of you that feel like your life has, the wind has been knocked out of you. You've been living deflated. You're void of power. I'm telling you today, get ready. Because I believe on this broadcast, the Holy Spirit is going to breathe a second wind into mm -hmm. you. And when he began, began to, to show me this vision, he showed me the balloon. And it was just empty. But then wind hit that balloon and it began to expand. It began to enlarge. It became effective. And that's what God is doing in the lives of many of, uh, of you and, and the believers today. The wind of the spirit. He said, Andrew, quit expecting the other shoe to drop. Quit looking for oh, just a, a something bad to happen. Something, you know, well, some, this is too good. Something's going to happen. Quit looking for that. Get your expectation that God is who he says he is. Mm. He's going to do what he said he would go, is going to do. And he said, quit living deflated. That's a word for somebody right now. Um, quit living deflated. The wind of the Holy Spirit is about to expand your life, expand your reach, expand your voice. Come on, Jeff. I prophesy to you today. Get it ready. You're about to expand. The wind of the Spirit is mm. going to expand your voice, your reach, your, your, your capacity to carry the anointing of the Holy Spirit. In fact, you know, I, I didn't plan on sharing this, but I hear this, this scripture uh, that the Lord just began to remind me of in Amos 9, verses 13 through 15 in the Message Translation Bible. It says, yes, it won't be, indeed, it won't be long now, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast. Come on, get ready. It's not going to take a long time. He says, things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Oh, come on. Somebody receive that right now. <laughs> you won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountain in the hills. I'll make everything right again for my people, Israel. They'll rebuild the ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their garden and eat fresh vegetables, and I will plant them, plant them on their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God says so. I love how that says, yes, indeed, it won't be long now. Some mm. people felt like, oh, it's going to take 30 years. It's going to take 10 years. It's going to take all this. God can do a suddenly in your life. We just had Pentecost Sunday yesterday where we celebrated Pentecost. I'm telling you, get ready for an upper room outpour. Get ready for God to breathe. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Suddenly as of a rushing mighty wind. Mm. God says to you today, oh, I'm going to, I feel the fire of the Holy <laughs> Dude, Ghost I feel right it. now. Yeah, it's good. Fire. He yeah. says, get ready for a yes, indeed, it won't be long now. Get mm -hmm. ready for a suddenly, get ready for an exhale of God's spirit beginning to blow fresh life into dead promises. There mm -hmm. is resurrection life in whatever you need. Some of you are saying it looks hopeless. You've been reading the wrong news reports. You've got to get back into the good news. And this word says that there is life and life more abundantly for you. This 
this word tells me that God has not left you forsaken or abandoned. In fact, I prophesy to you right now, get ready for sudden acceleration. See, when there's a shifting taking place, and Jeff, I know that you and most of your prophetic audience knows that there is a shift that is taking place. There is a shift taking place in the spirit. And I know it's looked one way in the natural, but God says, get ready. The shaking has been because of my shifting. And when God begins to shift something, think about it in a vehicle, in a car, when a car is called to go, and I I, I know for myself, I, I like to drive rather fast don't tell anybody but i, I like it. I, I, I like i drive it is with fun. a purpose i drive yeah. with a purpose and yeah. uh whenever uh if you've driven a stick shift before you know you can't yeah. go 70 miles in first gear no. so there has to be a shifting of gears and he said there's been a shifting that is taking place in the world today on the earth today in our lives today there's been a shifting that is taking place but god is saying it's because of the acceleration that is about to come that is now coming it's already in operation there is an acceleration that is coming to the body of Christ there is coming to this nation I prophesy I know we're prophesying to the nations but I prophesy to America get ready the shifting is taking place because the acceleration of God's promises are coming forth mm. that which he has spoken that which he has declared he is not a man that he should lie but he is faithful to his word not one promise will come uh, return to him void but it will accomplish I said it will accomplish. Come on, receive that for yourself. It will accomplish where unto he has sent it. He sent his word for a reason. He made prophetic decrees and prophetic promises for a reason, not for them to come back to him void. No, they are accomplishing. And I say to you today, right now on Elijah fire, it won't be long now. That's God's decree. He said there is an acceleration where we're going to see thing one on, on the heels of another all at once. We're going to see the revival breaking out. We are going to see a great harvest of souls. We are going to see everything that God has promised us. He has not left us abandoned or forgotten or forsaken. Oh, you begin to expect God's promises. Mm -hmm. Begin to expect a move of God because it's happening. Come it's on. happening right now, Jeff. Oh, it's so happening good. all over the earth. Mm, I love it, dude. Dude, Hallelujah. I'm feeling it. And actually, I was telling uh, uh, the team members backstage, but right before you got here, um, I found out there was this... Uh, so speaking of promises, there's things that God has like spoken to me about even just the purpose of like the, like the series that we're doing and, and that it's to train and equip uh, people that maybe are, are experiencing things they've never experienced before. And they need how the, how, what, the, what, the, why, like to all these things. And I saw this, this rapper that I used to listen to before I walked with the Lord. She's uh she's from Sri Lanka and, and she lives in the UK and, and uh, I just found out that she is a born again Christian now. She Jesus appeared to her in a in a dream or as a vision. She had a vision of Jesus, and it completely radically transformed her. I'm like, come on, man. come on! Like 
that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what God's doing and he's fulfilling his word. And so to me, it was encouraging all that to say, it was encouraging to me. I was just like crying because it was just like, God is moving. Uh, uh, and, and the fact that he was, it was a confirmation that I heard correctly. And when he's like, I want you to start doing these series and you're going to start seeing people come in, but just be consistent, just be obedient. It may be a little while, but then seeing that, like, we're going to keep seeing that happening more yeah. and more people. I mean, I'm just, I, sorry, the rabbit trail, but I'm just like, really no, no, excited. no, that's powerful. You know, because it, he really is faithful to his word. He, a lot of times these things are tests with us to see if we'll be obedient mm -hmm. to what he says, even yeah. when it looks like nothing's shifting, it mm -hmm. looks like nothing's changing. Will you continue? You know, I remember when we first started our ministry, uh, I started out in my grandmother's garage and, uh, you know, some people, sometimes no one came and yeah. sometimes one or two came, but it was like, God was saying, will you be faithful? Will mm -hmm. you be consistent? Will you keep doing what God, what I've called you to do, even when it looks like nothing's happening, when yeah. nothing's changing, see things can be moving behind the scenes and it does not look like anything's happening. But God is saying, as long as you keep pressing, he says, all at once, suddenly you'll see the shift and you'll see, oh, I didn't know. Where did this come from? It's because God is doing things that we can't see. Yeah. And uh, I, I believe that he's doing that in the lives of people today yeah, that absolutely. they can't see. It may yeah. not look like your child is, is ever going to get right with the Lord. But that seed that you've been sowing, that mm -hmm. consistent seed that you've been praying, you've been calling them in. I'm telling you, just like you said, God can appear to people in a vision. Jesus <laughs> can walk into the room and they can have an encounter yeah, with literally. Jesus yeah. that radically transforms their life to mm -hmm. where they don't want anything else but him. Mm -hmm. And I believe he's doing that in this hour. Amen. Amen. Well, and just for full transparency, because that's the best way. When you said, and there's some people who are waiting for the other shoe to drop. When's the other shoe going to drop? I immediately felt conviction. I was like, that's, that honestly has been me like that because through embarking on this and being, um, I, I've experienced a lot of just trailblazing God opening doors, all these things. And, and when it had happened, he's like, just, just wait, <clears throat> just wait for the blessing. And I was like, who man, like this is already crazy. And then we've since experienced more blessing. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, like I went to a, a friend blessed me with going to a star Wars convention down in California. It was awesome. And then I came back and I got sick and I was like, oh no, you know, like it, it, you know, this is the other shoe dropping, you know? Um, and the Lord really convicted me when you said that, because it was like, he was like, you still haven't received the, the blessing that I've been, I've been saying is coming, you know? And, um, so yeah, it's, uh, guys, even when you're in the, the midst of doing something amazing, you know, you're, you're, you know, working with amazing ministers and things, you could still fall prey to that stuff too. So, yeah, it's, it's so easy, especially if yeah. you've been through some things. I'm not mm -hmm. talking about, you got your feelings hurt at Walmart by the cashier. Yeah. I'm talking about, you've been through some things, then you automatically, uh, uh, play this role of you're going to protect yourself. You're going to, you know, you're, you're always on guard. But the good thing about God is you don't have to be on guard with him. It, you know, what God's plan for your life is so good. Yeah. And I think sometimes 
we we've survived so much that we're looking we're in survival mode man mm-hmm. we're, we can get through this we're gonna we're gonna survive this when god says i want you to trust me because i'm a loving father mm-hmm. and what i have for you is better than you could ever give to yourself his ways are not our ways and our his thoughts are not our they're much higher than ours they're greater than ours but mm-hmm. i think when you have really been through some things you, you, and I've been through some things Yeah, that, man. <laughs> that I'm looking, you know, I, I'm like, okay, what's next? You know, what am I going to have to go through next? Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've been through, you know, so many things. I don't have time to tell all of my testimonies. Yeah, go watch I've the been, other ones, guys. Go watch the other episodes. There's really Yes. Good. Yes. Yeah. I've been through so many things just looking for it, but, but God really began to deal with me. And he said, Andrew began to expect me to do what I promised. Mm. expect that yeah. you are going to see the manifestation. get your hopes back up and that's a word for somebody right now mm-hmm. i hear the lord saying get your hopes back up mm. i know you say well I, i'm protecting myself i don't want to i don't want to be hurt anymore uh, i don't want to to, to, to go through depression. So I'll, I'll just protect myself and I'll live happy right where I am. And if that mm-hmm. never happens, that's okay. No, God says, begin to believe me for the impossible. Begin to dream again. Oh, that's a word. I just said, oh, dude, I, yeah, like I felt that. that big, dude. He said, begin to dream yeah. again. Begin to dream big again. Don't don't look for, you know, just surviving life to make it through. I think so many Christians just live, you know, let's make it to heaven. There's so much more than oh, just making it to heaven. God says, I yeah. want to use you now to bring heaven to earth. I want to use you as an ambassador, as the most high God. He said, you're a representative of Jesus. Jeff, mm-hmm. one day he spoke that to me. He said, you're a representative of Jesus. He said, mm. you are called to represent Jesus. Mm. And, I, you know, it doesn't sound as powerful right now as I'm saying it. But, man, I fell on my face because I'm like, God, I am representing Jesus to the earth, to yeah. this generation. I'm standing before your people as a representing of Jesus, as a mm. representative of the Most High God. That's a high responsibility. Are you sure you want me to do it, God? And he's like, yes, I have chosen you and you have been chosen of God. You may be saying, I don't feel like I really I'm not a a minister on the platform. You are a minister. You are called for the work of the ministry. You are as a as a believer. You are called to represent Jesus to the earth. And and so I just sense right now for somebody uh, to release this word, Mm. dream again, hope again. Believe again. I know you've been through disappointments. I know your heart was broken. Your heart was shattered. But I hear the Holy Spirit saying to you, dream again, believe again, hope again, get your hopes up, get your hopes up and believe me. You know, uh, I just think about I have a four year old son and uh, I love to surprise him with just little toys and different things because he gets so excited and and <laughs> so do uh, i i'm 36 <laughs> yes and, and you know he 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 bribes me a little bit because I, I won't say bribes but uh he he goes around and tells me every five seconds that he's with me i mean i'm it, it gets oh, over man. overboard towards yeah he's like Daddy, you're the best daddy ever. Oh. And I said, that's going on my business card more than profit, more than pastor, more than te- anything. It's going best daddy ever. And, and he just has this faith in me. So 
like he he was looking at uh, something on on television and an advertisement for a toy came up and he said, Daddy, I, will you get it for me? Will you get it for me? I said, well, right now, you know, we, we'll look at it. We'll get it. You know, I'm trying to put him off. And he said, no, will you get it for me? And I said, Daddy will look for it. If I can find it, I will get it for you. Because that faith that he had that I just, he just asked and I was mm -hmm. going to get it for him. Yeah. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, why aren't you like that with me? Oh, I'm man. better than you are to your son. I'm better than that. And yeah. he said, why don't you begin to believe for healings? Mm -hmm. Begin to believe for the manifestation of wow. what I promised you. Begin to believe for open doors that no man can shut. Begin to believe that I will put a word in your mouth. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. So I, I just sense that right now that some of you need to know who your Abba Father is mm. and who your dad is. And he's saying, begin to believe me again. Now, we don't want to use God as like a genie. Well, I want this and I want that. But he said, I give good gifts to my children. Mm -hmm. I want to load you up with daily benefits is what the word says. I will load you up with daily benefits. He says, I want to reward you. And some of you are so used. Maybe you had a, an earthly parent that wasn't a good parent or, or, or you felt distant or you felt like you had to earn their love that, you know, I had great parents, but something the Holy spirit began to speak to me about is Andrew, you can't earn it. Mm. You can't. Cause we live in a society where we think we've got to perform this, this great task. And then maybe God will love us. Yeah. Or maybe God, that is not how God is. He mm. says, I love you with an everlasting love. There is nothing you can do to earn God's love. Mm. There's nothing, you can't be good enough to get the love of God. We mm. are in a season where he is pouring out his goodness. You know, Jeff, you and I were talking about earlier before we came on that we are looking all around us and things look very dim. It looks very grim. Mm -hmm. But if you begin to read this word, he already told us of the things that were here now and things that are to come. And guess what? He gives us hope in that end. He gives right. us, uh, uh, he gives us a way out. This is called the good news of the gospel. And so what I came on the broadcast today, what I came on to share with somebody is to get your expectations back because I'm mm -hmm. telling you okay. right now by the spirit of God, that suddenlies are about to hit your life. Mm -hmm. God's suddenlies are coming just as your life can be turned upside down with one phone call with one uh, uh, finding out one situation, uh, a, a spouse walking in saying, I don't love you anymore, mm -hmm. or, or your parents getting divorced, or, or one phone call of a car accident, or, or a report from a doctor, I can tell you right now that God can do it even quicker than that. He can turn everything on that's the right. heels of another. He yep. can give you one phone call that's going to change your life. He can open a door that no man can shut. He can give you a revelation that's going to uh, write the book, give you a book, uh, give you an open door that's going to change your life and change the world. So I've come to tell you today, get your expectations up. Get mm. your hopes up. Begin to believe God again. Because this is a season of acceleration. Mm, yeah, and and uh, I know, I know some of you are wrestling with hope deferred. It could be hope deferred um, about a dream that God gave you. It could be 
hope deferred of uh, a spouse and you've never had someone. I know I've seen your comments. I've seen your emails. I don't always have time to write, write all of you, but I see them and know you, I'm being, I'm praying for you, but this word is for you guys. Like I know you're out there and you're really wrestling with this. This is a, this is a word for you and you need to just receive it, man. It's so good. So good, Andrew. You know, yeah. one of the uh, scriptures that the Lord's really, really been speaking to me for for the last month, and I've been kind of living there because I think so many of us are in a, a season we don't recognize. I mean, I went to the store the other day and just bought a few necessities, and I'm it, it was ringing up, ringing up to like a hundred dollars. I'm thinking, what in the world? Yeah, you know, you go to the gas pump. What in the world is going on? And yeah. The Lord took me back to uh, Exodus chapter three. And I just want to read a couple of scriptures if I have time. Yeah. Uh, and it says this in Exodus chapter three, verse seven says, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people. Now, in my Bible, I have that in parentheses. I have it underlined and I have it highlighted. That means it's really important in my Bible because I love that God makes the distinction of my people. See, don't you know you're God's child? You are God. You are chosen of God. But he says, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt. And I've heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrow. Now, that word affliction in the Hebrew is very, uh, very just powerful to me. It means depression. It means misery. It means afflicted. It means trouble. See, whenever we're going through something, sometimes we feel like, God, don't you see what I'm going through? See, some of you right now, you may be saying, God, don't you see what I'm going through? Don't I got laid off of my job. I'm I'm losing my house. I'm I, I, I'm I broke up with that relationship. Don't you understand what I'm going through? And God says to you, I have surely seen the trouble, the affliction, the misery, the depression of my people that have been in Egypt represents bondage. He says, some of you have been in the land of bondage. You've been going through circumstances that have imprisoned you. You've been going through situations that look impossible and the enemy wants you to give up there. He has thrown his best shots at you. He's tried to knock the wind out of you. So you'll just throw up your hands and say, I can't do this anymore. I give up. I quit. I can't get up from this one. But God sent this wild man on this broadcast today to tell you he is seen your trouble. He has seen your affliction. Don't you dare give up because what the Satan has meant for evil, God is turning for your good. God is breathing a second wind into you. I know that situation knocked the wind out of you. I know you felt like throwing in the towel, but God's saying to you today, it's time to get back up because he has seen your trouble. He has seen your affliction. He has heard your cry. Jeff, one day I was, I was honestly having just kind of a pity party with myself for the Lord. I, I I've never him. done that. <laughs> I, yes, I invited never him to come. I'm like, God, please come to my pity party. And yeah. he's like, I'm not coming to your pity party. I, I wake up from your pity party. But yeah. I was just having kind of a pity party for myself. And I was uh, just telling the Lord, you know, we, we say it in a way of prayer so we can sound spiritual. But really what we're doing is just rehearsing the circumstances. And I'd gone through something in, in ministry, actually, that 
that knocked the wind out of me. I mean, mm. just completely knocked the wind out of me. Yeah. And I was laying on the floor in a, a fetal position. I'll never forget it. And I began to say, Lord, uh, I can't. I mean, I'm sobbing. I'm not just, you know, praying a, a nice little. I'm sobbing. And I'm mm. like, God, I can't get up from this one. I, I've been through things before. I, I've I've fought. I, I've faced other things, but this one has done it. I'm bleeding, God. I'm I'm bleeding. Don't you see? I'm wounded. I'm bleeding everywhere. Blood's. I mean, I was getting graphic with God. I'm like, blood is just pouring out everywhere. I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I have no strength. I can't get up. And I heard the Holy Spirit speak something to me, and He said, "Shut up." <laughs> Now, that may offend some of you because your Holy Spirit doesn't speak like that. To you, oh, he said it to me. <laughs> me. Like I speak sometimes. Yeah, oh, he said it to me. Yeah. Come on. I, yeah. He said, shut up and get up. Mm. And I honestly, it surprised me because this was something major. This was not just a little. This was major. And I was like, God. No, I'm thinking, you know, did you hear me? Let me tell you again. And so I'm like, no, God, I can't get up from this. I'm bleeding. I'm 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 hurting. They did this to me and this person did that. And I'm wounded. I mean, I was getting dramatic with it. Yeah, I'm wounded. I'm bleeding. And and I heard him speak to me again and say, shut up and get up. And so, you know, he spoke even more sternly to me that time. And and so I stood up. Uh, but I was still saying, Lord, I don't know if you know what I'm going. And he said, quit partnering with the enemy. Oh, well, he said, yeah. because you will have the fruit of your lips. He said, quit speaking. The enemy is not, uh, he does not know our thoughts. He does not know uh, what's going. He only knows how we react to his attacks. And mm-hmm. he said, quit letting the enemy know how effective he was with his attack against yep. you. That's good, man. That's somebody That's needs good. to hear that right now. Yeah. Quit partnering with the enemy. Quit allowing the enemy to know all of his attacks are prospering. Uh, you know, quit letting him know every thought that hits your mind. And, and God said, I dare you to open your mouth and begin to praise me because he will not understand why you're not throwing in the towel, why you're not laying in the floor having that pity party, why you're not pulling the covers over your head. He said, you begin to speak your word out of my mouth, begin to open your mouth and begin to partner with God. See, too many times we partner with the enemy. We begin to rehearse his circumstances. We rehearse the decrees he's made over us. Mm-hmm. We begin to say, oh, I'll never get out of this. I'm going to go bankrupt if this keeps happening. I, I, I'm, I'm never getting over this heartbreak. That person broke my heart and I'm always going to be defective. And I guess God never wants me to live joyfully. I'll always be mm-hmm. under. He said, quit partnering with the enemy and begin to partner with God. Begin to declare who and what he says about your life. Yep. And that was such a lesson to me. That's because huge. I thought, you know, well, the enemy knows what he did, but God said he can't, he does not understand how effective his attacks are against you. The only way he knows that is by what comes out of our mouth or how we react to what he's done yeah. in our lives. Well, and to use an example in the Bible that has been used a lot, but it's a great one. It's the David and Goliath situation where it's like his reaction to Goliath. He's like, who's this uncircumcised Philistine? And like everyone around him is like, oh no, like all, you know, 
shaking in their boots and um and he, kids i mean i guess they've seen what he can do you know but david's just like who is whatever i've killed the lion and the bear no problem but let's do this like he's bad mouthing my god and i'm gonna we're going he's going down and and i i always kind of reflect back on that when i'm attacked yeah. uh because i mean it's like the way that david dealt with it in that situation knowing his identity in god knowing you know trusting in the power of god to see him through that's that's an that should be an inspiration to all of us you know that that tenacity that that fervor when when the enemy comes and he starts saying stupid stuff you the the reaction that we have should be that of david so and he will he will be prepared for that uh be prepared instant in season out because that's the plots of the enemy mm-hmm. he's not a creator he can only pervert what god's already mm-hmm. created yep. and so he will come at you and if he can torment you in your mind if he can defeat you in your mind then you'll be defeated in your action mm-hmm. but but i love also the story of david and i was reminding myself even this past week uh, david encouraged himself in the lord when he was at yep. ziglag and everything was burned with fire mm-hmm. his men his own men that the outcast that he formed an army from uh, began to talk about stoning him because of the, the, the situation and the, the dire need that they were in. But David encouraged himself in the Lord because there's not always somebody there to pat you on the back and give sure. you that encouragement yeah. and, and, and tell you you can make it. That's why you've got to learn. Remember, I, I, God, I remember how you helped me to defeat a lion and a bear. I remember how you brought down the mighty Goliath. I remember, God, you're faithful. I remember I am anointed. I am appointed. You have called me for such a, and I believe he just began to rehearse how God has been faithful. See, somebody needs to know right now, you have history with God. Mm. You have history with God. The same God that brought you through yesterday is the same God that's bringing you through today. I know the enemy says you're not coming through, but I've come to announce to somebody (laughs) you are coming through. You've got history with God. The same faithful God that brought you out is the same faithful God that will bring you in. He is bringing you into your blessed season. He is bringing you into your promised season. He is bringing you into the plan of God. Now, uh, Jeff, getting back to to Exodus, what what I shared about God heard the cry he saw, and I don't have time to share it all, but we know what happened. God stretched his hand out against Egypt. The plagues began happening in Egypt. And, And I love this scripture. And this is, I believe, a word. I know this is a word for for your viewers and and for you right now, Mm. get ready. What I mean by that is get ready for the acceleration because God is going to do it so quickly. You don't have time a year from now to get ready. Mm. You don't have time a week from now to get ready. You better be ready right now. You know, when I'm training my prophetic team, we have a prophetic team at our church. I say, you know, I want you guys to be ready. If I throw the microphone to you uh, this this minute, I want you to have a word because if we we got to be instant in season and out mm-hmm. because we we don't have time. Oh, I'll get a word next week, Pastor. No, if if it's your time to release a word right now, you better have a prophetic word. Uh, you better have put yourself in the prayer room, hearing the voice of mm-hmm. God, so that you can be ready whenever that time happens because God's timing is not our timing. We don't know when that's going to happen, mm-hmm. but he tells them, uh, I love it in Exodus uh, chapter 12, move it. 
if you move on, now he stretches his hand out of Egypt. We know all the plagues that happen. And then Exodus chapter 12, I just want to read one scripture because I believe this is going to, to be a, a prophetic word for somebody right now. He tells them, uh, he tells them, of course, to put the blood over the doorpost because the final plague is coming. But he tells them uh, in verse 11, he says, and thus shall you eat it, talking about the Passover lamb, with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Now, I was reading that a couple of weeks ago, and I was just going through the book of Exodus, and he told me, he said, Andrew, begin to prophesy to everybody you talk to, everybody you listen. He said, get ready, because what I am doing in this season is so quick. It is so quick. It is not like last, last year. It is not like two years ago. It's not like last week. It's like nothing you have ever experienced before. Because when God's uh, timing begins to hit, when the alarm clock goes off in the spirit, it's the time. And we don't have time to say, well, it'll happen next week or next month or next year. No, we're in an accelerated season. Hear me. Somebody that's believing God for an accelerated season or whatever platform, I want you to just begin to declare that. Type it out in the comments section. I'm in an accelerated season. I'm accelerating. My season is accelerating. The time is now. He says, get your shoes on your feet. Get your loins girded. What that means is they one, wore very flowy garments, so they would tuck their garments into their belt. That means they were ready to run. You are getting ready to run. When, when the prophet Elijah called down fire from heaven, the word says that he girded up his loin. He tucked his uh, uh, robe into his belt and he outran the chariots. Why? Because he knew God was doing something so quickly. We were talking about revival when I first came on. I'm telling you right now, by the spirit of God, we are in an accelerated season. And I am seeing revival break out. Maybe many of you are seeing revival break out, but it does not compare with what God is doing in this season. You better get your loins girded. You better get your shoes on. You better eat in haste because when God says it's time to exit out of bondage, it is time to exit. And I believe God is releasing that word to you right now. God is saying it is the day for your exit. You are exiting out of your bondage. You are exiting out of oppression from the enemy. Mm -hmm. You are exiting out of the reports of what they said about you, out of the labels that they said and tried to put on your life. It is your day to exit put on your shoes of acceleration put on your shoes because it's the day that you're going to run into what god has promised you you are running out of bondage and running into promise you are running out of what the labels that the world has tried to put on your life upon this generation see i get offended when the world begins to try to put labels on this younger generation of what what well this is what they are and this is the label that they carry and this is who, no, God says, I have a hope, a future, and an expected end for you. You are put on this earth for such a time as this to be God's ambassador on the earth. Get ready. Put on your shoes. 
Put on your shoes, gird up your loins, eat in haste because there's no time to waste. Time is wrapping up. And he says, what I am doing on this earth, I'm so glad for Elijah fire. I am so glad that the generation is hearing the prophetic word mm -hmm. of the Lord. He mm -hmm. says, eat in haste, put on your shoes because it is time to rise now. It is Good. time to run now. This is your time. Mm. This is your moment. I want to speak directly to you. This is your time to run. You don't have time to waste. Well, I'll wait till I graduate high school. No, you. this is your time to turn your high school upside down for Jesus Christ. Well, I'll wait till I get that job. I'm believing. No, this is your time now. God says, I will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you're able to ask or even think. It's your Ephesians 3.20 time in Jesus' name. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. Mm. Come on. Come on. There's a question in the chat <clears throat> that says, how do we get ready? Are there practical steps to get ready? Absolutely. Mm. I'm so glad that you asked. How do you get ready? How do you get ready? You get ready in the word. You mm. get ready. Uh, I tell my prophetic team, I, I'm using them for example, because Elijah Fire, Elijah List is a prophetic mm -hmm. ministry. Yep. But I tell them all the time, I said, you know, in our training, we, we do uh, gatherings, training, and it's a safe place to learn to hear the prophetic voice and begin to prophesy. But you can, you can put this principle into practice in any area, uh, soul winning, uh, living for Jesus, whatever. Uh, it, it's putting into practice disciplines. When you do daily disciplines, for example, I'm a runner. So I run between eight and 10 miles a day. Uh, I didn't always ran that, run that. I had to start with one mile or two <laughs> miles, but I built myself up. Yeah. Uh, the way that I did that is so that I would be ready. Uh, you wouldn't say, okay, I've never ran before. Now let me go run 10 miles. Uh, unless your life depended on it, it yeah. would be a, a difficult thing. You would be aching. Yeah. You would be. You wouldn't be able to make it. So mm -hmm. you build up your stamina. So how do you get ready? It's daily principles, daily uh, disciplining your flesh, and beginning to hear His voice daily, so that you can be led by the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. and, and those little things matter. I tell our prophetic team, you know, get a word daily. Get a scripture. Start with a scripture. Get a scripture that the Lord is speaking to you. Mm -hmm. Write it down as a prophetic word. This is what the Lord is speaking to me today. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you, sometimes I think we put uh, too much pressure on things and, and say, well, I need to have a, a an Elijah list word that's, you know, a thousand words or what. No, get yourself a scripture. Start out yeah. daily hearing the voice of God. And mm -hmm. that is preparing you for what lies ahead. Yeah. Because when the season of acceleration hits, you don't have time to. Well, let me get some training now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> let you me pack in six months into the next three hours. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's just doing things daily, reading your word, talking really with good. God. Uh, you know, I did an interview the other day with uh, Ben and, and uh, Jody Hughes, mm, uh, nice. great prophets of the Lord. Yeah, they're great. And they were talking about prayer. You know, don't, uh, don't set your time clock when you're first starting out saying, I'm going to pray five hours. I'm going to pray an hour because that sounds spiritual. You know, start with what you can and start talking to the Lord. The word says we're to always 
Men are always to pray. Can we be in prayer 24 hours a day? No, but we are to be in a mindset of prayer. So that means if I'm driving in my car, I can begin to pray. If I'm getting ready in my bathroom for a television interview, I can begin to pray. So it's putting those principles into practice every day. Mm -hmm. That is the preparation you need for this season of acceleration. Well, and going back to the exercise thing, I find that if I'm exercising, uh, it, it, it actually helps me get in the mindset with pursuing things of the spirit because it's a physical representation of what happens in the spirit. Because sometimes when you're working out, you know, you'll be, you know, doing the same or trying to push yourself, you know, bit by bit and you're not seeing results. And all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, that's a little bit lighter Let me go a little bit more. And then, and then there are days where you're like, you actually feel like it was an off day but you did the work and you were consistent. And then the next day you're like, Oh, that was just a one-off day. I'm back. I'm back in it. You know? And I think that that for me, and that actually maybe is a word for some of you that are having a hard time accepting that, that progression within yourself, pursuing the Lord. And maybe you're going to be like me where we're being physical. Maybe it's just going on walks. Like maybe that's it, but that's going to be the thing that's going to help you go. Oh yeah. I actually can walk to that that street now before I have to turn back. Oh no, I can go even farther. You know what? Maybe I should start jogging. Maybe I should. And it's like, that to me helps me get in the mindset of when I'm pursuing, spending time with the Lord, being consistent, that it's not about those big results. Like, cause then I think about it and I go, well, yeah, it would be silly for me to go. Yeah. I can bench press X amount right out of the gate. I'd be like, you're crazy. You know, and it's the same in the spirit too. And I, God doesn't expect that from us. He just wants us to continue to pursue his presence. And then you will get stronger in the Lord. You will be able to pray in tongues longer. You will be able to, you'll get, you know, those bigger prophetic words. But like Andrew was saying, being consistent with the small things, man, like that's what's up. That, that is preparation. You know, yeah. before I, I started preaching, I was a singer. And so we would take, I took voice lessons all growing up, and uh, one of the exercises was proper preparation brings peak performance. And you'd have to say, try to say that, you know, a lot of times fast. But it's something to do with the that warmed up your voice. But it really is a profound truth because when you begin to prepare, you know, uh, when they were they believed God, so they begin to prepare to exit out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. They began to, to eat in haste. They had their shoes ready. They had their loins girded because they believed God was going to do what he said he was going to do. And so some of you today, as you're listening to this broadcast, some of you right now, you're hearing the Holy Spirit say, prepare. And you're saying, how do I prepare? Get ready for the promises of God to come alive. Get ready for this season of acceleration. Get ready in your church services. If you're going to a church, Go to church believing God's going to move that day. Don't just go to church out of duty or routine or, you know, uh, I'm just going to be loyal. No, you go praying. God move today. Uh, put the words in my, my pastor's mouth. Uh, let the worship be fiery today. Let's see revival. Let's see a harvest of souls. You begin to lay that foundation of preparation. And I promise you're going to begin to see the manifestation of everything God's promised. And you're going to begin to run. You're going to run. It's like that scripture in Amos. You're all at once. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. But you've got to be in that preparation mode so you can see that season of acceleration. 
That's so good. That's so good. So, okay. I just saw a note in here on that I had made earlier, and this is kind of going way back to the sort of the middle or, you know, first third of, of this episode, but there was something you said, and it's a word that some people have never heard before that are watching this. And that's the word suddenly, what is a suddenly, because that's important. I want people to be able to grasp fully what you're saying. Uh, so what is a suddenly Andrew? Suddenly is out of nowhere. It's unexpectedly. Uh, it's I love suddenlies because we have really two times, uh, two two kinds of times. We have the Chronos time, which is uh, a chronological timing, mm-hmm. and then we have Kairos time, which yeah. is God's timing. And so I love Kairos because you know there's a lot of times that we're building up to the Kairos, mm-hmm. but when it hits, it hits suddenly. Yeah. When it hits, it hit, seems like it's out of nowhere, but it's God been preparing, getting ready uh, uh, all this time for the suddenly to hit. So mm-hmm. when a suddenly comes, it looks like, and see some of you, you, you people that are watching your life, some friends that have been watching your life, they're going to say, you know, how did this happen out of nowhere? No, God's been slowly getting you ready. He's been preparing mm-hmm. you. You know, we came out of uh, Pentecost yesterday and we're still in the Pentecost season, but in Acts chapter two, it says that they continued in prayer and supplication in one accord. And then suddenly they heard a sound. So they were in preparation for the suddenly. They didn't know. They knew there was going to be a manifestation because Jesus promised them that the Holy Spirit was going to come. But they didn't know when. They didn't know when. So they continued in preparation. See, some of you, you don't know when, but continue. I know the enemy. I know the enemies come to discourage you, but when God does something, it's going to be so sudden. It's going to be happen so unexpectedly. It's going to seem like it came out of nowhere, but mm. you've been laying the foundation. Some of you have been doing it for years. Some of you have been doing it for weeks and months, but, but you've been laying that foundation, believing God, standing on his promises. Some of you have been sowing financial seeds. You've been partnering with ministries like the Elijah Fire and the Elijah List, and you've been sowing seeds into your churches. Somewhere out of nowhere, God's going to bless you financially. Mm. Come on, I'm releasing a word right now. Some of you are in a struggle financially, but God says, I'm going to release a suddenly. It's going to look like it's come out of nowhere, but I've seen your faithfulness. I have seen you sow even when you didn't have to sow. Uh, I hear the Holy Spirit saying there's a financial breakthrough being released on this broadcast today. Right now, in the name of Jesus, a suddenly is being released. There is a harvest, an unexpected, you didn't expect it to happen. But I'm telling you right now, in the name of Jesus, it is coming forth. I call it forth by the prophetic word of the Lord. Release it now in the name of Jesus. You know, Jeff, that happened to me yesterday. I was walking through the airport. And all of a sudden, I got a notification on my phone that someone had sent me a large, uh, a large gift unexpectedly. I hadn't yeah. asked for it. I didn't uh, send out a request for it. It just mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because God uh, and I said, thank you, Lord. God said, I saw the seeds that you have been sowing and I saw the enemy, how he's tried to devour seeds. But I'm releasing a harvest to you. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, he is no respecter of persons. Mm-hmm. What he does for one, he will do for right. all. And I believe that today, I believe we're going to receive testimonies of people that received a sudden breakthrough. You say, Mm. maybe it's not a large seed, but I believe God is going to release harvest in your life unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. Some of you are going to have your gas paid for. 
Some yeah. of you are going to have a, a, just, I had a testimony of someone the other day that called me and said, uh, I went out to dinner and someone bought my dinner unexpectedly. See, those Love are it. unexpected blessings yeah. that God will release in your life mm. when you're faithful with a little. That's so good. So good, man. Okay. Uh, we're basically out of time, but uh, go ahead and just pray for the people, Andrew. Yes. Uh, man, that goes by so quickly, doesn't I, it? Right. <laughs> Lord, we come into agreement right now uh, over every person under the sound of my voice. God, I thank you. This is a divine appointment for them. This is a God moment for them. And I thank you right now that every attack of the enemy has been thwarted. It returns to him null and void in the name of Jesus. And I thank you in this God moment for releasing your word that shifts them into acceleration, that shifts them from being on pause and, and sends them into a forward, a sudden forward motion, a suddenly. God, I thank you right now for those that, that just lift up your hands. Those of you watching, just begin to lift up your hands because I hear the Lord saying that a sudden fresh wind is blowing life into you. This is a second wind of the spirit. I know the enemy knocks the wind out of you, but you are getting up right now. You are getting up right now in your walk with God. You are getting up right now in believing God to do what he said he would do. I know you faced disappointment. I know it broke your heart. I know you've been weeping. I hear the Lord saying many of you have been in a weeping night season, but I came to prophesy joy comes in the morning. And in this God moment is your morning time. It is the day of acceleration. It is the day to see God's promises come alive. Today is your day. It's your, I'm talking to you right now. It is your day in Jesus name. It's your morning time. You're going from weeping and from mourning to morning, to waking up and it's a new day. It is a new day in Jesus' name. I thank you for doing it, Lord. I seal this word by the power of your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's so good, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see the testimonies from this. I know this is like, it's a, this is a big, this is a big, big moment for a lot of people. So, oh man. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I can tell that you were at uh, some, you had some of that Pentecostal fire in you, man. <laughs> Come on. I believe we're yeah. seeing it all over the world. Yeah, amen. All right. So how can people follow you? Well, I have a website. It's andrewtow.org, T-O-W-E.org. And uh, I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, all the, all the social media platforms. So uh, come follow. And you have a podcast? Yes, we have a podcast called Dynamic Fire. It's on the Destiny Image Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, so look for the Dynamic Fire podcast. And then you also, what do you do on Fridays on your YouTube channel? Or Friday I, Fire. Yeah. Come on. We have Friday Fire every uh, Friday at 2 o'clock on Facebook, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm. And then it comes on at 8 o'clock on uh, Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. There you go, guys. And the links are in the description. You know what's up. You know how we do. So, Andrew, thank you so much, man. Thanks. This is way too, way, way too fast. Yes, I love being with you guys. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Well, everybody, that's our show. Have a blessed, um, it's not Friday. I was going to say have a blessed Friday. It's not Friday. Come on. I wish it was. Um, have a blessed Monday, you guys. And then we'll see you on Wednesday. God bless.
This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.